The following podcast contains adult language. It is not an in-depth investigation. It is simply commentary and reaction to the facts as presented by OSHA and media outlets. If you are prone to taking offense... Bad shit happens to everyone. Just get over it. Welcome to employee number one. My name is Hector the Injector. What? You're, you're injector? Like fuel injected? No, like a turkey baster. What, what are you injecting, Hector? Humor. Sense. Oh, good luck and with di- that one. Diplomacy. Yeah. Tact. I got tons of that shit. All I know is your parents don't love you tons, because with a name like Hector, you ain't going anywhere good. All right, well, what's your goddamn name? My Fart name face. is Dick Bong. Dick Bong. Oh, <laughs> hey, nice. Don't laugh. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't laugh. First, Wait, off, first off, the only thing going through my head is, is from Ted, the Ted to the second one with the Dick Bong. Sorry. Who's Ted? Ted's a teddy bear. Ted, Ted's, Ted Kaczynski. Ted no. Bundy? Ted Wasawasong? No. I, I don't know if Ted had a last name or not. Oh, Ted yeah, was Ted E. Bear, yeah. Ted Wasawasong was underneath the, the real Ted Bong's airplane, wasn't he? No, he's the main guy of the Nine Rivers, Nine Rivers Country Club. Oh, I thought we were making Asian. So, names. so you went ahead and hacked on Hector's name there. Yeah. And then you roll out Dick Bong. My parents gave it to me. My, my grandpa's name was. I Richard. know for a fact your parents didn't give you Dick Bong. Your so parents, I know for it's a Richard. fact. Richard, your parents gave you the dick. <laughs> I mean, how else was I supposed <laughs> to grow it? What about you, Mister Whiskers over there? Ah. I am Seymour Asscrack. Seymour Asscrack. <laughs> I think Boy. we're the uh, Association of Horrible Names over here. <laughs> yes. God, this I I thought I had a bad week before this, but this is getting worse. So earlier this week, since you asked, we didn't. I, I got a letter from the IRS. Oh, hey, speaking of rock and roll, what bands do we know that have uh, three-letter names? Electric like orchestra. Three letters. That's three words. E-L-O. You oh, know. E-L-O. You that makes that sense. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anagram boy. Devil woman? Evil woman. Evil woman. Oh, who did devil woman? Uh, I'm not That's sure. Stevie Wonder, right? No. Oh. He, he did I just called to say I love you. What are you, nuts? Cliff Richard. Cliff Richard did devil woman? Yeah. Didn't Black Sabbath do a song? Oh, they did evil woman too, but it was a different song. Marty Robbins did devil woman. Devil woman. Ringo Starr did a cover of it. Who did a cover of it? Ringo Starr. Richard Starkey. Next. What do you got there, three-letter name oh, guy? Oh, Merle Haggard did it, too. Oh. I'm going to go with, uh, how about CCR? CCR? Yes, sir. That's pretty good. Yeah. Creedence Clearwater Revival? Dead People's Chest? That's CPR, oh. Dick. I like, uh, I like ELO. I like CCR. What about REM? Yuck. Back in the day. No, fuck R.E.M. Okay, never mind. Fuck that skinny looking... Fuck that guy. Yeah. He... You I hate it. all the fucking R.E.M.'s music. Fuck them. Oh, Driver 8, that's a good song. No, there is no good R.E.M. song. Gardening at Night? Nope. Nope. Come on now. Nope. No. Radio Free Europe. Radio Free Europe, that's a good fucking song. And they could have called that song R.F.E. 
because it's three words that could be have three letters R F E. What about if there was a band called I R? I can't remember what the topic of the show is. Is it IRS? No. Oh, we mentioned the IRS and then quickly changed yeah, it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I guess there's legal issues involved yeah. in that one, huh? Quick change. SRI. <laughs> what if there was a band called ERI? Would you go see them? Evil uh, retard impersonators? No. Ejected, rejected, injected. You know who would probably go to that show? Hector the Injector. Employee number three. One. So to mix shit up tonight, kids, I thought it would be fun. We've, we've got nine stories that I can tell you, and they either have to do with ejection, rejection, or injection. Well, seeing as how I'm an expert at rejection, we should definitely start with that. Okay, here's a story about rejection. Inspection number 3138. Wait a minute. 31338-2020, July 20th, 2010, Los Angeles, California. Nothing good happens there. Well, I got the date wrong anyway. At approximately 4 p.m. on July 12, 2010, an employee was performing his duties of employment as an equipment cleaner. The work was conducted after normal business hours. At the time of this incident, the employee was cleaning a portion of the raw ground meat line that detected and removed foreign material within the product. Ugh. The meat line? Meat. Raw ground meat. Oh. What are they looking for? Like bullets, thumbtacks? Bone. Waste products? I, I don't know. Ooh. The system was manufactured by SafeLine. SafeLine? <laughs> like the uh, windshield No, people? no, this is not. SafeLine repairs, repairs, This was an electrical and pneumatic system which operated at 110 volts and 150 PSI. That's pounds per square inch for you, those of you keeping track at home. It was comprised of a metal detection and x-ray inspection model. You wanna know the serial number? Um, not really. 295-8501E. Thanks. And you know what else it had? A reject, see? See what I did there? Yeah. A reject mechanism. Serial number, 928138.005. Point zero zero nine. This unit was a standalone system that had a single power source supplied by a flexible cord. I think they call those extension cords. <laughs> what the fuck oh, was that? Boy. Okay. <laughs> Where did that come from? I guess I forgot to hit mute on that channel. Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> even, the computer, even the computer's tired of your shit. Oh, God, okay. It doesn't like uh, extension cords, does it? <laughs> when foreign material was detected in a portion of ground meat, the inspection module sends a signal to activate the reject mechanism. This reject mechanism, resembling a ball valve through which the meat passed, turned 90 degrees, cutting off the contaminated portion which was then pushed out to a waste bin. Oh, I already know where this is going. It was this reject Dried mechanism that the employee was cleaning. It rejected him and amputated something. With the inspection module energized, as well as connected to the reject mechanism, the employee began to disassemble. But of course they say dissemble, because they're fucking idiots. It's California. 
The employee began to dissemble the reject mechanism. As employee number two attempted to unscrew the ball valve, the reject mechanism activated, closing on his middle finger, resulting in an amputation near the first knuckle. Which finger was it? Like on what? Which employee what was it? Employee two. Two. Well, then why did they bring up all this shit about employee one if employee two's the one that sticks his finger in the goddamn deal? We have yet to find out what happens to employee one. Uh, employee two was hospitalized and treated for finger amputation. Finger. Finger. He lost his finger in the rejet mechanism. Hmm. Well, at least you know, that's the first one that we've actually, that I've heard on the podcast. I should say that, you know, because we don't do this every week. Yeah. But it should, that's the first one where employee one wasn't the victim. Yeah. Usually yeah. employee one is the victim. Yeah, it's like the entire basis of the uh, report thing, right? That's like yeah. some kind of M. Night Shyamalan fucking twist. Yeah, because... He just stood there and watched the other dude get his finger cut off. Huh. Well, that's a rejection for you. Penalties. Oh, you want to hear about the penalties? Yeah. Initial yeah. and current penalty. Um, California. What do you What do you think? Um, six grand. Six grand, says Seymour Peehole. What's oh, your name there, cool. Dick Butt? Dick Bong. Dick Bong? What do yeah. you got there? I'm going to go a little lower since so it's like a finger amputation and like anyone dying or getting crushed to death. Yeah. So I'm going to go like... $2,000. Oh, not bad. Not too fucking bad. No. So if we spin the fickle finger of fate, is it going to land on inject, reject, or eject? Dick butts. Dick bone? Dick, Dick bong. Dick bong. Look, Hector the micro-pecker. Hey, fuckface. Thank you, sir. Uh, let's go with eject. Eject for the win. Let's see what we got. New York, New York. Inspection number 12653670015. At approximately 2 o'clock a.m. on September 21st, 2017, employees number one and employee number two, wait a minute, employee number one and employee number two were working from a basket of an aerial lift. Both employees were installing electrical conduits at an approximate height of 45 feet. Wow. As the bottom of the boom extension descended, it struck a post. The boom collision seems a little redundant. Is that what they call it, a boom? The boom collision with the pole caused the basket to bounce and eject both employees. Oh, God. Employee number one was killed in the fall, whereas employee number two fractured his pelvis and leg when he struck the ground. 45-foot drop. That ain't too bad. I mean, yeah. Your ass limps away from it, but still. I mean, so what year was this? This was uh, 2017. So they should have been wearing harnesses. Yeah, yeah. A lot of companies require harnesses. Yeah. Yeah. Employee number two was transported to a medical center where he was hospitalized. God damn! And you said it was a 45 foot drop. They were at 45 feet, and then it went kaboinga, and it shot them up in the air and out. Well, that's true. So they were going Mach nine when they hit the turf. It was an arch. And when you said they could walk away, you can't walk away with a pelvic injury. I didn't say walk. I said limp. Still. No, no. You got to be fucking crawling away like that. And they slid him in the ramp like a snail. Hey, man. He made it. Okay. He did. So even though this is New York, New York, well, it was a union job. Oh, boy. Of course it was. Initial and current penalty match. Anyone going to take a fucking flying leap at this one? Go ahead, Dick. 25,000. 25,000, says Mr. Richard Long. 12,000. 12,000. Seymour. 
$12,934. Good job, Seymour. Thank you, Dick. Wow. I wonder if one of the guy's name was Hooflung Poo. I very doubt it. It's Hooflung You. <laughs> <laughs> Dear heavens, so that's a rejection and an ejection. Should we roll out with an erection? Oh, wait a minute. That's not... E-A-B-C. Is it injection? Injection, right? injection. Because if I don't get rejected, I hope to be doing some injection. All right. Injection. Until some yep. ejection happens, right? Semen ejection. It's Seymour. Goodness. Inspection number 31009701. This is a pest control company. Oh, at a, God. At approximately 9.30 a.m. on December 2nd, 2009. Employee number one and a co-worker who I'm going to call. Employee number two. We're working with a hammer drill, drilling holes through concrete prior to injecting chemicals for termite treatment. Employee number one started drilling the first hole when the drill bit became stuck in the concrete. You'll have that. He tried to pull the drill out with his left hand and accidentally turned on the hammer drill with his right hand. His leather glove on his left hand flew out with a portion of his ring finger. Ooh. Employee number one was hospitalized with an amputated finger. That's why you wear loose gloves in situations like that. Yeah, well, there's like them tight Darth Vader ones, like those old people wear when they drive, right? Skin tight, kid leather. Yeah, Isotona. Isotona. Remember those? <laughs> Isotona. Yeah, I was thinking of them Saranac boxing gloves. Are they your rich Corinthian leather? No. Corinthian leather is just fucking plastic. Oh. Isn't it? How do I know? And we can't ask Ricardo because he's not with us anymore. <laughs> what about Tattoo? I believe he's deceased as well. You know what he said when he died? The pain! <laughs> well, we're a third of the way through this turd. I mean, a third of the way through this project. So the... What have we got subjects? Penalty. Go. Yeah, we didn't talk about the penalty on that one either. There wasn't a penalty. Wasn't? No. no. A penalty was he? he got his fucking finger ripped off. Penalty was going home to his wife and telling him that he doesn't have a ring or a finger anymore. No ring finger, yeah. He can still finger diddle her. She just has to go down the hall and find it. Sometimes that's just for the best. Well, I mean, no ring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so eject, reject, inject. Uh, who's next? Go ahead, Hector. Oh, you picked the injection, didn't you? I am injection. Yeah, let's do another injection story. I like those. Sure you do. Let's do an injection from a meat packing plant. <laughs> well, ooh, this one has a lot of words. That's okay. You like the sound of your own voice. Inspection. He likes to inject his own voice in this goddamn podcast. 354615. At approximately 2.50 p.m. on August 19, 2004. Hey, where did this happen? I don't know. Ontario, California. Employees number one, number two, number three, and number four were working in a scrubber processing unit at a sterilization company. The company uses ethylene oxide to sterilize medical equipment. Employees number two, number three, and number four were performing normal scrubber operation duties, and employee number one was working in a supervisory capacity in the mezzanine control room. You know what that's next to? Oh, God. Um, I'm not going to say it. Black Black cocoa control. Chamber number seven of the scrubber indicated that it had not received an ethylene oxide injection 
during a validation cycle. Maintenance employees were summoned to troubleshoot the error. After, oh, no. after yeah, troubleshoot. You know, I actually have a little experience in this field. I know you do. Yeah. That's probably why you picked it. I did this for a very short fucking time. Let me guess, you've probably been to Ontario, California too, huh? No, sir. They I probably, have. They probably used cold water, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> After performing various checks on the chamber and system, the maintenance technician and maintenance supervisor calibrated its SECIR spectrometer <laughs> to verify the opera. <laughs> The spectrometer sounded like something on the uh, Coast to Coast radio show with Art Bell. Yeah, but the, the spectrometer is used to verify the operation and the sterilization number seven step. This procedure checks the ethylene oxide injection uh-huh, into the sterilization chambers and comprises of several verification phases. The gas inject phase involves the injection of approximately 125 pounds of ethylene oxide into the chamber, which is followed by a gas dwell phase. In the vacuum phase, approximately 50 pounds of the gas is evacuated from the room to a scrubber, and then the scrubber goes into a vacuum hold phase. The vacuum hold phase checks the availability of the chamber to maintain vacuum condition. It involves the injection of three gases, including nitrogen and or steam, to remove the ethylene oxide from the sterilization chamber, and then the final release, in which a minimal amount of residual ethylene dioxide Blah, 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 Ethylene blah. oxide is like flushed using air. For, for What's going on? Oh, we're almost halfway there. Hang on. I'm looking, I'm looking at TikTok. The residual ethylene oxide and air mixture is sent no. to a fired catalytic oxidizer that reacts the residual ethylene oxide to neutralize it. Employee number five, where the fuck did employee number five come from? Is that the, the they were worker? summoned. The maintenance worker is employee yeah. number five. He verified that the gas dwell phase and vacuum phase ran correctly and requested the permissive password for authorization to advance the procedure cycles to final release. Oh, we got ejection, sterilization, chamber, and now final release. <laughs> employee number five received the permissive password from employee six. Okay. And advanced the cycles, bypassing the gas or safety washes. Employee number five then proceeded to open the chamber door on chamber number seven. While it was full of gas. Opening the chamber door causes a blower to send air through the chamber and blow any residual gases to the fired catalytic oxidizer. Guess what happens then? Boom. A high concentration of approximately 62 pounds of ethylene oxide is routed from the sterilization chamber, number seven, to the fired catalytic oxidizer, which resulted in an explosion and extensive structural and equipment damage. Jeez. This explosion caused injuries to the employees leer... This implosion... <laughs> Leering around. This explosion caused injuries to the employees located nearby the scrubber processing unit. Some of the employees received injuries that included contusions and lacerations from flying glass and debris as the result of the explosion. Not where I thought it was going to go. Kaboom. No one died? Nobody died, no. Explosion. No one died. We sat through that whole big-ass, long, drag-on fucking story. Yeah. Wait, did... So what? the uh, stuff wasn't cleaned properly, right? Does that mean, like, someone got hepatitis from it? Well, maybe not. Maybe the guy that got uh, blowed up with shrapnel and shit, maybe he got the hepatitis. I don't know. I think they give you shots for that even before you start those... Oh, that's those right. Places. You gotta go through that whole yeah. battery. Yeah, like they're sending you to goddamn... Uh, Nairobi or something. Yeah, you you get a fuck ton of shots. Yeah. So the initial penalty was. Only for you to stay two weeks. 
<laughs> yeah, I had not received my complete round of shots. He had an appointment like, with the pit of doom. No, I that was after. I had I had left that job to go to the printing company afterwards. Oh. Fuck Hudson Printing. Initial penalty, $41,000. Wow. And in a big tip, twist, and shocker for the state of California, it was reduced. Oh, really? Yeah. What, half? More than half. Wow. Damn. Current penalty stands at $9,450. Jesus Christ. No, that's the penalty. That's not our Lord and Savior. Your Lord and Savior. God, I feel a little dejected after that story. Who wants to pick the next category? Inject, reject, or eject? You're Let's do another dick. eject. Eject. Coming right up. Goost. Goost. You like those long stories, don't you? Oh, definitely. All right. Here we go. Little Rock, Arkansas. They make my pee-pee happy. Oh, my goodness. I have been to Little Rock. No doubt. Inspection <laughs> number one. <laughs> It's In- speaking into the microphone over there. <laughs> speaking of the bonophone, Dick. Inspection number 1540325. Point, point, oh, that's a zero, one five. I don't know where my glasses went. At 2 o'clock p.m. on April 30th, 2021, an employee worked on a drain pipe to inspect for a clog and clear debris. Boy, this debris shit gets everywhere. I think we've got a problem with debris in this world. I think so. Oh, yeah. At some point... Whole islands of it floating in the ocean. Oh. That's just the UK. You, can't, you gotta be nice to them nowadays. Oh, we can't make fun of the British people on their island of floating debris? Not anymore. At some point, the clog cleared and caused a whirlpool. <laughs> well, yeah. Has nobody ever plunged a toilet before? Uh-oh. Caused a whirlpool that pulled the employee into the drain. Oh, damn. Then ejected the employee... 120 feet down the pipe away from the drain. Jesus Christ. They should have started out with how deep the water was in or the tank he was in. I'm thinking like a fucking sink. Yeah. I had no idea. Like, And a pipe big enough, large enough for a person to fit down? Yeah, I mean, at least two feet wide, you think? The employee was killed. Oh. Drowning or like crushing or what? After being cut in half while inside the drain and pipe. How? I don't know. Maybe he just didn't fit. Mother God. That's yeah. like Final Destination type shit. Oh, yeah, that's why I don't go to Arkansas. Initial current penalty match. This has got to be huge. I have a quick question. Was the uh, was it talked down to half the original no. price? No. No, no it same. matches. It matches. And even though this is Arkansas, the Clintons were not involved. Uh... Keep your liberal opinions to yourself. Anything that goes wrong in this world is a Clinton's fault. Seven thousand twenty-two dollars sold. It? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, Dick took forever guessing, so I was going to guess. But the nice there. thing is that that's an even number. So thirty-five hundred and eleven dollars for each half. Bad. What? What time did you say it was? Time for another reject. Ooh, okie dokie, Smokey. Clickety-clack, and the mouse goes no. There you go. Inspection number 1283239.015. And this isn't all on one page, so i got to scroll down a little bit. Monroe, Tennessee. I guess you've probably never been to Monroe, Tennessee, have you? No, I don't believe so. All right. Maryland? At 6.30 a.m., your name's Maryland? 
Maybe next week. 6.30 a.m. on November 27th, 2017, employee number one was trying to clear a jam behind the reject door of a conveyor system. The reject door was controlled by the tower operator. I would think the tower operator would be employee number one. That sounds like a pretty important fucking job, yeah. right? Usually employee number one is the victim, though, so... Uh, we've proven that wasn't true if you were paying attention. But that was only done that one story, and it kind of set precedent. Employee number one radioed the operator in the tower to open the door in hopes of clearing the jam. When the door opened, the employee was standing in a pinch point area of the reject door, and his leg became caught between the stopper and the door. Employee number one sustained a fractured leg and was hospitalized for his injury. Owie. Pinch points. I but, think that's come up before. Yeah, usually they're pretty clearly marked, too. Yeah. Yellow paint. And blood. Um, initial and current penalty match. Not much for this guy. 3,400. I was going to say 35. Uh, I really bullshit. was. No, you weren't. You no, were... I was going to say 35. I really was. All right. Let's limp off to the next one. So we've got two ejections, two injections, and two rejections. What category are we going to clear out now? Um, I, I could use another beer. Do we have any more beer? Yeah. Let me hit pause. Inject more beer into the situation. Yes, let's inject some alcohol. Uh. Nice. Okay, we're going to finish out the category injection for $12,000, Alex. Inspection number Who's one. Who's Alex? Alex Trebek? Isn't he dead? Yeah. No, Alex Trebek is dead. Alex Trebek lives next door. Oh. Inspection number 13409990015. This is an aggregates company in California. Corona. Did you say you've been to Corona before? I have been to Corona. Have you been to Tecate? Ah, uh, ha, ha. No, Pacifico? I have not. Pacifico? <laughs> I think those are in Mexico, right? Dos Equis. Yeah. All right. At 11.15 a.m. on August 16th, 2018, employee number one was lubing <laughs> the pivot joints. I don't know joints. about that. He was lubing his pivot joints on a Cat 745 haul truck. You know where he was doing it from? Inside the dump bed. The ground level. The employee, wearing gloves, was connecting the end of the high-pressure lube line from the service truck onto the extended grease line Zerk fitting, positioned over the rear passenger side of the CAT 745 haul truck. Upon inserting the lube line onto the Zerk fitting, employee number one squeezed the handle to dispense grease through the 120 PSI line. The extended line with the Zerk fitting moved away. Allowing the high-pressure lube line to inject grease through the skin of employee number one's left thumb. Oh, fuck. fuck. The high-pressure injection of grease through the skin and into the underlying tissues of employee number one's left thumb resulted in hospitalization and a limp-wristed handshake much like that of a jellyfish. Well, I mean, at least his, uh, he's not going to get arthritis anytime soon. No. He's got that uh, smooth pivot joint. Ow, though. 625 bucks. That's what it costs. Let us guess, mm. you prick. How much do you think it cost? 725 bucks. No, you're wrong. $625. Case closed. I was going to say 625 Fuck. <laughs> okay, you rotten molly coddling bastards. If you got a coin, flip it, because we are down to two categories. Rejection and ejection. The first person to gain... Ejection. All right. Yeah, that's my Did you say ejection? Yes. All right. You like juice? Yes. I like the apple juice. 
Van Nuys, California. Grape juice. I like hops juice. Inspection 126-187-897. Boy, we hit California hard again this time. Are those guys... Usually, yeah, never mind. Yeah, our um, research department is fucking lazy. It just stays in one state. Well, he's been in Rancho Cucamonga for a while. On November 11, so 2002, employee number one was working at a juice retail store that sells beverages containing fruits. No shit. It's a juice retail store. <laughs> yeah. Pretty self-explanatory. It's like then, saying Home Depot sells hammers. Or Homes. They, these beverages that they sell there at that juice retail, yeah, yeah. they contain fruits, vegetables, vitamins, and wheatgrass. He was operating an OptiFresh wheatgrass juicer machine that was missing its stainless steel safety screen. Fuck him. Fuck him, fuck him for running a wheatgrass fucking machine. It, fuck this whole story. He deserves what's coming to him. Yeah, fuck this story. For some reason, a malfunction occurred, causing the juicer to... <laughs> I never thought I would hear my voice say these words. For some reason, a malfunction occurred, causing the juicer to eject wheatgrass pulp into the drink he was preparing. <laughs> oh, no. You mean the drink that is made I got of wheatgrass? extra gluten in my gluten-free written tootin' juice. Employee number one put his hand into the juicer body to prevent any more pulp from dropping into the drink. Jesus I, I bet there was a little more pulp after this. Yeah. And this fucking thing oh, was not... Oh, no. I got some meat in my vegan drink. Certified free-range, <laughs> cruelty-free vegan drink. Anyway, his finger got trapped into the grinding auger of the juicer. <laughs> this fucking idiot. Randy Taliban got a free fucking drink. And juice employee number one was transported to the West Hills Hospital and treated for an open fracture to his left index finger, which required surgery. Wow, he nipped his little pointer finger. With any luck at all, they closed the entire fucking juice store down. Hopefully. Yeah. Either that or they have a very special red drink now. We had a keyword called entangled. At no point in any part of that story did the word entangled come up. No, but it fits. All right. Okay, I'm not going to step on anybody's little goddamn mangled, tangled, entangled toes here. Initial penalty was reduced quite drastically. Oh, I'm sure it was. So do we want to guess on the initial penalty? 600 bucks. 600 bucks. I mean, it's Steel. California, though. But at the same time, the other one was pretty low, and that was a uh, finger incident, too. I'll go 2000 $2,000. So we got 600 and two grand. The initial penalty was actually $19,625. Really? Turns out he was a world champion finger diddler. He was um, very the, close friends with Magic Johnson. <laughs> Magic, Tragic Johnson. His current penalty was reduced. Who wants to put their finger on the pulse of this fucking heartbeat? 6000 Didn't you just say 6000 I said 600 Yeah, but it was up high. Not all right, all right, yeah. all right. He said 6000 Dick Vaughn locked in at $6,000. $9,000. $9,000, says Seymour Scruttle Tissue. Current penalty reduced, let's remind the listener at home, from $19,625 to $3,900. Let me guess, you're going to say that one too? No. Oh. No, I No. That's quite a reduction. That yeah. is quite a reduction. I'm glad they pointed that out. I was kind of hoping it was enough to put the fucking juice place out of business, too. Well, I mean, it's a juice place. How much revenue do you think they got? On in hey, California, oh, the juice, the uh, fucking hey, those juice places have all the money. Fuck, oh, the ju the yeah. juice have all the money. What? No. 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 <laughs> no. No. 
Okay, this is the end of the hunt, kids. And as your humble host and humble narrator, I have felt rejected. So I'm going to pick the last category, rejection. Want to hear a story? No. Yes. Inspection number. Yeah, let's listen to a story. (laughs) Inspection number. 309,445,815. Three hundred nine trillion four hundred forty-five million eight hundred and fifteen. I can't get that high. I may have missed a couple decimal points. I can get, I can yeah. get to like twelve. At approximately four. <laughs> at approximately three forty p.m. on he March twenty. All his fingers to do it, so it's really weird. <laughs> Wait till I get my pants off. We'll count to seven. At approximately three forty p.m. on March twenty-third, two thousand and seven, employee number one and a coworker were assigned to inspect and silkscreen a number of annealed glass sheets that farm equipment windshields are made from. Boy, this got really interesting. We got silk screening, we got glass, and we got farm work. Annealed glass. Annealed. That's not so glass that's like, standing that up. Have, I mean, like, doesn't have any iron in its blood? No. It's a heat treating process. Oh, you're thinking of annealium. That's the first person that flew around the world and got blown up in a Puget Sound, an old tomato. This task requires the employees to lift to <laughs> This task requires I'm going to read this very carefully because the words seem to be bouncing. This task requires the employees to lift the glass sheet onto an inspection table and well, then I just want to inject something here Hector and maybe point this out to Dick as well. Well, we did take a break and Hector went upstairs and grabbed us each a refreshing beverage. He did not grab his glasses no. while he was up there. No. So he, he definitely has a priority him. issue, right? Brought down an armload of fucking nice, refreshing beverages and nothing else. <laughs> not his glasses. My glasses are currently being silk screened and annealed. Anyway, they, they're supposed to lift the glass sheet onto this inspection table and then they put it onto a different table for silk screening. This glass sheet, you might ask, is approximately 62 inches by 75 inches. How much do you think it weighs? Um, About 95 pounds. Fair. During the inspection, the employees discovered a defect, had lifted the sheet of glass off the table, and were carrying it to a reject area. When it broke. Oh. When they fell into the fucking pit. Well, it exploded. The co-worker, employee number two, stated that her... Fa- okay, yeah, it's a... She couldn't carry the 95-pound fucking windshield. Her fingers were slippery, and she allowed the glass to contact the floor, causing it to shatter. Employee number one, a God-fearing, virile young man, was struck in the neck by a piece of the shattering glass, causing a laceration of the external jugular vein and larynx. Wow. Why do they pronounce it larynx when it's spelled larynx? Sounds like a dance out. Somebody ought to throw a study on that. Personal protective equipment was provided to protect the arms from glass lacerations, but no other protective equipment was worn to protect other parts of the body. No aprons, huh? No, they didn't have an apron for the external jugular vein and larynx. Employee number one was transported to the nearest hospital and later flown to a larger trauma center where she later... Oh, it was two tomatoes. Oh, see, now your whole story's fucked up. Slave labor. Your whole story's fucked where she later died. Well, let's have someone to push the back Oh, The official cause of death is listed as exsanguination. That's a nice word. <laughs> what does that mean? Loss of blood. Oh, I feel bad. I yeah. threw that nice, yeah. lovely gal under the bus for killing her lovely girlfriend. Yeah. Well, like I said, hmm. at least they have someone to push the brooms afterwards. You know what that means? I'm not going to say it. No. 
Hey, me, you fucking interrupted me again. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm done. He lost his train of thought. Oh, are you back from the kitchen making me a sandwich already? <laughs> I don't know how to cook. <laughs> you don't cook sandwiches, you big silly. <laughs> That's probably part of the confusion, then. Oh. Initial penalty. Uh, $18,000. $18,000. $3,000. $3,000. $11,250 was the initial penalty. But it was reduced, so you guys get a chance to redeem yourselves. $6,000. $5,000. Ooh. Just a fucking RCH low of the real number. $7,875. I was going to say $7,800. <laughs> Your name should be Bob. Bob up and kiss my ass. Fuck you, Hector. Hot potato. Well, those were terrible stories. None of them really ended how I thought they would end. Well, that was the fun part of it all. There's a twist. I'm... It's all twist endings here. It's like the There, there weren't any twists. It was all like mutilations and shit. How did you think it was going to end? I don't know. Were people flung out like of Like, people being, like, injected with, like, toxic chemicals or something. Well, that guy grease. got injected with grease. Well, yeah, but, I mean... Oh, oh it wasn't, what, gory enough for you? No, what, you wanted, like, in his juggler, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, fair. Fucking weirdo. I just think these people that work so hard in our research department 48 hours a week deserve a break because they've tried to find stories that are off the beaten path that lead you to a different conclusion that you may expect. Guess who our research department is? Uh, oh, Ron Hubbard. <laughs> I love women. I love silk screening, and I love things made of glass. So don't everybody get their goddamn panties in a knot. We're down to three patrons on Patreon. So you know what? We're doing all right. Oh. I like me. You like me? You like you? I like you. I don't like you. I don't give a fuck what you like. I don't like me. Uh, we're doing that uh, drawing on Patreon, right? Oh. 15th, 15th. The 15th. Are we going to do this again by the 15th? That's just next week. <laughs> All right. Is this one going to be released on the 15th? Do we just want to. Well, no, let's give people a little bit more chance. I mean, what? We got like six entries, don't we? No, we don't have that many. So we might as well announce. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have six entries? This will probably come out on the 15th. Okay. Because so, somebody right. I know has to edit this piece of shit. All right. So we're doing the drawing. Bring yeah. in that big barrel of entries, apparently, then. Okay. We gotta get some music for this. <laughs> okay. What the fuck was that? Number five. Number five. And this was uh, for a employee number one, the industrial accident t-shirt. Yes, sir. Yes, it was. Who's number five? Richard Stoodle. Richard Stoodle. Stoodle? Yeah. Stoodle. Stoodle. He wants to be on here, right? Yeah. Why? Well, he probably doesn't anymore. That's fair. Yeah. Richard Stoodle won a t-shirt. Congratulations, Richard, and thanks for listening. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Richard. Uh, you're, i got to get that to you. i got to find mm -hmm. an address. But in any event, we were also running a secondary contest where the first 10 people to sign up for Patreon got a free employee, the number one, the Industrial Accident Podcast, coffee mug. Right. Tell, tell us about these coffee mugs. They are fucking awesome coffee mugs. Man. You know how many we have left? How many we got? Seven of them cocksuckers. So thanks a heap. <laughs> so we're having a sale. <laughs> it's a fire sale. No, that's that's one per day, and then I have to run the dishwasher. Hey, thanks for listening, and for my co-hosts, Dick Bong, Seymour Asscrack. Hey, he didn't laugh that time. We're we're doing better. I'm I'm Hector the Injector. Thank you for listening.
You hey, help. be safe. I didn't, you didn't help me. I didn't help who? Me. You said help me. Help me. Help you? What I didn't hear that. Jesus. Oh, you're hearing fucking shit there, dick. Kid. Bong. Ah!